I'm Haley, and this is Taya, and welcome to Haley and Taya Rippers Supernatural and Start Over, and also sometimes talk about other stuff, a podcast. Also known as Hitrusa, and this the week podcast? we are- Huh? It's a podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also known as Hitrusa, and this week we are talking about Season 3, Episode 5, Bedtime Stories. It originally aired on November 1st, 2007, and was written by Catherine Humphreys, who wrote Dead Man's Blood, The Usual Suspects, and Bored Under a Bad Sign, which I feel like were all mediocre to bad. Yeah. I think you might have... Wait. Name them again. Name them again. Dead Man's Blood. We didn't like that one. That's a one. Uh, The Usual Suspects. Which Seven. Seven you liked because it ended up i think that one ended up being um a woman in like in like a in like a basement like they found a body in a basement oh okay um, and there was the necklace thing i think you rated it high for that and then born under a bad Is that sign that one? born under a bad sign that one's a 6 so bad and then middle yeah so yeah, that's fine. I just want to point out the fact that uh, that was the first time I have said our intro without looking at my notes because I didn't feel like getting my notebook out. And I did a pretty good job until I questioned myself. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you did good. I'm cool. Thank you. Um, cool. I think we can pop right into the summary, yeah? Yeah. I actually, like, wrote one this time. Like, I mean, I know oh, I have so been, proud of but you. like, like this one's like pretty long, like it's full, I think. So folks, on today's episode, it starts with three men arguing about constructing a house. There is some noises and then a creature. Two of them get attacked and killed and the third gets attacked before we cut to the Impala, where Dean and Sam are having an argument about who is going to die first or whatever. There's a lot of screaming and Dean isn't looking at the road the whole time. At the end of the argument, uh, Sam explains that they're on their way to a case. What? No, just the not looking thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, on the way to a case. They go to visit the surviving man, whose name is Kyle. And Kyle mistakes them as sketch artists. Dean says, yeah, this guy is great with a pen. To, to Sam. About Sam. And he sure is. They ask questions to lead to a very poorly crafted sketch, which is their way of asking questions without being suspect. Uh, And then they leave, and Sam is embarrassed, and Dean tells him that they're going to frame the drawing or whatever. Hansel and Gretel then happens. A couple is lost in the woods, and they come across an old lady's house, eat a pie with her, and then get killed by the old lady. The girl survives for long enough for Sam to have a conversation with her, find out she saw a little girl at the scene, and figure out what's going on. These are fairy tales come to life in a bad way. He tells Dean, who thinks he is full of baloney, until they come across a house with mice and a pumpkin out front, go inside, and learn that the girl was abused and shackled by her stepmother. Dean sees the girl, and she disappears, but leaves an apple behind. We learned that the doctor from earlier has a daughter who is comatose and has been since she was eight years old. She swallowed a bleach as a child, and he never learned why or how. Answer? She was poisoned by her stepmother, who we learned died last year. Another victim shows up, an old woman who was attacked in her car by a guy. And now her granddaughter, who is wearing a red hood, is missing. Hmm. Three Little Pigs, Hansel and Gretel, Cinderella, Snow White, and Little Red Riding Hood? That's too much for me, man. Sam goes to the doctor to convince him to let Callie go. 
while Dean fights the wolf to save the little girl. He does. The doctor lets Callie go and learns from her spirit that she was poisoned by her now-dead stepmother. Dean tells Sam that he needs to let him go. At, at night, Sam sneaks out and goes to summon the Crossroads demon, who he kills after she tells him that she can't break Dean's deal. Sam Winchester is a hard-ass now. That's my summary. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, so our death count for today is eight and a half, question mark? Um, I know <laughs> we talk about it a lot, but the vessel is... Uh, yeah. Sometimes they count the vessel deaths, but then sometimes they don't. This is one of those times when they do. So what I've written is six on-screen deaths, two are mentioned, and one is on the fence. The on the fence one is the fact that the vessel is dead. So that's uh, eight and a half deaths for this episode. Yep. Yep. Now we move into my notes, which, again, I haven't taken a lot of. I've been taking less notes. My first note is when the three little pigs are humans. Because th they are. Yes. The second note is Dean saying, because I said so, is such a big brother argument. Or even just, like, adult to child argument in general. Mm-hmm. And he used it twice. Because <laughs> he's funny. Then I have obsessed with them fighting about not wanting the other one to die. They are funny. Because that's what the entire argument is about. Then yeah. I have... Sam really told this guy it's okay his brothers died. Um, in the hospital with Kyle. I mean, they're not actually his brothers. They're just like... He says they're like his brothers. Okay, so they're in the doctor's... The doctor's... The hospital. The doctor place. And he's uh -huh. like upset. And Sam's like, it's okay. And Kyle's like... No, the fuck it's not. And Sam's like, oh shit, you're so right. I'm so sorry. Um, then I have Sam's drawing. No way. Because just, like, there's no fucking way. Truly, I'm obsessed with it. Then we skip to Hansel and Gretel. I have the note, Grandma, your knife is so sharp. Followed by, Coma Girl. Hey, Queen. Then I have a quote line from Dean Winchester uh, because when Sam is talking about the fact that he's pretty sure that this is a um, fairy tale thing Dean says you think about fairy tales often and it was like such a weird line like what do you like Dean what do you but don't worry we're not done um, <laughs> my that next note is a rewrite moment where I say that our Dean Winchester would okay. know that fairy tales don't have have happy happy endings because they originally, like, don't necessarily, because he loves literature. Our Dean Winchester loves literature. So, what the heck? Anyway. <laughs> what the heck? Did you, did you, I zoned out a little. Did you mention his homophobic moment? No, that's next. Okay. <laughs> so, my next note is Dean Winchester homophobia moments. <laughs> um, Dean, Ugh. while Sam is talking about fairy tales um dean cinderella. says Cin well yes okay thank you well he's talking about cinderella um dean turns to him and is like could you be any more gay and then says don't answer that and i was like okay dean winchester homophobia moments wow going off right now i know this was but written in 2007 but at the same time it was written in 2007 yeah, come on, like, guys. Guys, do better. Dean Winchester. It was so come unnecessary because, like, the, I won't say this show has been good about like gay characters, but usually they're not outright being like 
oh, you're so gay, you know? Yeah. Could it was just like, oh. Gay? Okay. Usually he says something like, don't be such a girl. Usually it leans more towards sexism than homophobia. Right, right, right. You know? So I think but that's why it caught was... me off guard. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh. Here's oh, right. how this line could have been funny. I think that if Sam actually was gay, it might have been like a little bit funny. See, like, that's still... the thing. It 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 it, it depends entirely because like the thing is, if like my friends like if it was like between like gay people, it's kind of a joke. It's between two straight men, and it's not a joke. You know? Yeah. It's not a joke. It's just an insult. Correct. So. Very, very, so. very funny. Just kidding. It's not. Dean Winchester, talk less about porn, please. please. I just don't want. I just wish that he wouldn't do that. I wish Can he I would honest? one, not talk about porn, and two, not tell me details. Yeah, like don't. Like Dean, I don't want to. I don't want to know that you watch fairy tale themed porn. I think that's weirder than Sam thinking about fairy tales. You're strange, Dean Winchester. You're strange. It's just uncomfortable. I just don't like... He's I know part of that is just I don't like it, but, like, it's... it's Because it just brings me back to, like, the gin episode where you're like, who is this girl? And then it's like, oh, she was in, like, a sexy magazine. <laughs> right. And you're just like, oh... I just, I don't like the way that he relates to the world being so much, so related to porn, and you could make it, like, some kind of, like, commentary on his character, but it's not. I'm not gonna give Supernatural that credit and saying it's some kind right. of commentary on his, like, lack of, like, substantial relationships with other people, let alone women. Because that's not what Supernatural is. They just think it's funny to have Dean really like porn. I think if there's any commentary, I think it's it's in the fact like that he is... And I mean, it's something that the show's talked when in the Seven Deadly Sins episode. He is like very overindulgent in things like alcohol and sex and yeah. stuff I, to like, you know, cope with whatever hole is in his heart. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, uh, that's about, that's about that. <sighs> yeah. My next note is, this episode is pretty good, but why did she just start killing? Which is thing we talked about towards the end of the episode, because we were like, I hey, did it- No. We don't know. We literally- I don't know. We don't know. We tried to figure it out, and I don't fucking know. And it really, really also, bothers I'm me. Also, I'm still- I'm still kind of uncertain on whether she was meaning to kill or not. I just, like, I wanted because there, she them to it tell happen. me what triggered it. Because, like, I I don't think she necessarily... She's trying to get attention. And as a spirit, I don't think she has that much control. And she's still, like, a child. She has not grown right. since she was eight. Like, physically her body has, but her spirit is stuck in right. eight. So she doesn't have a way Correct. to, like, to, to communicate... Other than, okay, her dad is currently reading her fairy tales, and she's reached a point where she can now, like, I just, I wish that, the only thing I can think is that Supernatural eventually will tell you that if a ghost stays around long enough, it will 
turn evil, basically. It'll become a poltergeist. True. It'll start acting violently. However, she's technically not dead, which I think is confusing in that aspect, because then, like, yeah, it sucks that yeah, she's it's a in this bit coma of the... and just needs to, her dad needs to let her go. But it doesn't, like, she's not a spirit, really. Like, I think they call her right. one, but she's not technically a spirit. They she's literally not do. Dead. And she acts like one, too. Because she does the glitchy thing, which is my next note, is love one goes yeah. do that glitch thing. So funny. So, like, yeah, she, but then she behaves as a spirit. She behaves as a ghost, but she's not dead. This is this is a little bit lower library because like it's 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 confusing because I guess I guess you assume oh she's brain dead, but her body's still alive, and I feel like that's inconsistent with other supernatural lore within the show. But like whatever, I don't have time to figure that out, and I don't know if we will. Yeah, but, and it, it's. I mean, I was gonna say it's similar just, to like when know. Dean died at the in the beginning of the se- of season two, but like wasn't dead. He mm-hmm. was because he wasn't dead when he was doing that. Right? He was like almost dead. Yeah, he was having some kind of out of body experience, and Tessa right. was trying to convince him to let go. But like, right? So I think it's. I think that that the show wants us to just take the fact that it's similar enough however i want more. i still want there to be a trigger because it just sounds like because when they say oh her or her my wife died last year you're like but that doesn't line up because she only started right. doing this like presumably like within the last week because sam and dean visited after the first one because they assumed it was a werewolf Someone in the reviews mentioned the lunar cycle, and I don't actually think that's relevant, because I asked Haley, does that come up again? Aside from a shitty added-in moon at the end for one of the scenes, because all they wanted to do was do a transition from an outside shot to an interior shot in the hotel room where there was a painting with a moon on it. Like, Uh it's not... Because they thought it was a werewolf, but it's not. It's just a guy. It's just some dude. Because that also doesn't make sense. Spirits usually can't control... Because she's not possessing them. She's controlling right. them like dolls because when the the quote unquote wolf like when she dies, the wolf is just a guy who has no yeah. idea that he murdered someone and kidnapped a child, which first how what is that guy gonna do now? Did Dean not kill him? No, no, because he remember he's he's like on the oh. guy's chest with the scissors above his head. he's about to like plunge them in the guy's chest. And Callie dies. And he oh. stops him because he's like, whoa, 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 where am I? What's happening? I forgot. I don't think Dean kills him. Let, let me... Deaths. Crossroad. Jack Emmett. Ken Watson. Killer old lady. Julie Garrison. Unnamed grandmother. Callie. Dean's crossroad demon. And fourth vessel. So, not the wolf. What's up with That's that so guy funny. now? Because... How is he coping? Well, I, I don't think he remembers any of it, but the reality is if the police ever look into that attack and that kidnapping, that little girl saw his face fully. Right. She knows exactly who she, very, he is. He has a very, has distinct, a very tattoo. distinct tattoo of Wiley Coyote. Like, I don't, they're never, Man, they're never going to talk about that. I am, I am very curious because he didn't die. So, like, is it because the... Because he also is, is can be now. tied back to the the murder of the two, I don't know what to call them, little pigs at the beginning. Yeah. 
like, I, are Sam and Dean going to help out? Or is that guy just fucked now? Because it's not his fault that some ghost... That's not the point. My point was ghosts usually can't just control <laughs> people like dolls. It's one of those things right. where I just... I don't entirely know what's going on. They didn't give me a specific trigger for why. And that that does genuinely bother me. I don't know why she decided now is like, my dad hasn't moved on. My dad hasn't let go. He won't just let me die. Um, why now? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I needed a reason because they gave me the date that, like, it's been, my wife died a year ago-ish. I was like, is it an anniversary right. of, of the wife's death? Is it, a po- is it an anniversary of the poisoning? Like, did something happen or did, is it just, like, but we just arbitrary? It feels very arbitrary and that bothers me. Anyway, continue. So, is not this idiot calling a crossroads demon? (laughs) Because I totally forgot that happens. Oh my god. And then my last note is, aren't you tired of dealing with that broken psyche of his, which is a quote from the crossroad demon, followed by me saying, LMAO. And that's it. Yes, but that's a me thing. I'm I'm tired of dealing with this shit. That's fair. We're not even 50 episodes in. Bro, we really are just here. We're going to be here until we die. And that's okay. So, Taya, would you like to share your lore library for today? Sure. So I already talked about the spirit stuff, so I'm, I'm not going to go into that again, because you, you heard it. I think that... I just don't think they really had a clear... I, I think this one was more about vibes than anything else, I'm going to be honest. Because right. while the fairy tale concept... Like, the gimmick of it is interesting. The reality is, it actually has nothing to do with anything. Like, he could have been reading her anything, right? He could have read her anything. Um, Just so happened that this is what triggered it. And maybe that's it. And they just didn't tell us. Maybe in the last week, he he read her Snow White. And that triggered something. Because she was like, that I can relate to. And then tried to use the rest of the stories. Right, maybe he's... Maybe he's been getting his way through the fairy tales, and and now in the past ten years, in the past ten I just, years, he's never read Snow White to her. Yeah, uh, that's all I've got for that. But um, uh, I did note this is. I hope Haley didn't write this down. But uh, in the trivia section, it says that the three brothers at the beginning, the three little pigs, they're carp- they're like uh, builders in the show. Uh, the first is attacked by. A stack of pipes representing the straw house. The second is near wood. The third is near cinder blocks. I I have issues with saying that the pipes are representative of straw. I get what they're trying to do, and I know there's not a good equivalent in modern building. Um, I think that's dumb. I'm just gonna put it yeah. out there. I think because the whole point is straw is the flimsiest. It's a pipe. First of all, you don't right. build out of it like that. Second of all, it's a pipe, but it's that's 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 silly. I was very confused. First of all, I think it's really Sam makes some ridiculous jumps. He sees a pumpkin, and Dean is like, "It's almost Halloween," and Sam is like, "But Cinderella," because he saw a mouse, and like he was right. I just think it's silly that he was right, and I love Cinderella, but also that section it feels it, it brings us to to, to Callie's spirit. It also feels very unnecessary if you're looking at it as a writing thing, because that girl doesn't come up again. Our Cinderella doesn't show up again. 
They don't talk about her again, really. They're just like, it happens, and then we move on. And I think that's really... I don't think it's great because she is a victim of very, very serious physical abuse. Like, she's been beaten and handcuffed and just, like, left alone in this home. And, like, her wrists are all bloody. And I just, like, that, it just, it seems like it should have been something. And it never comes up again. And I don't like that. It's, like, a filler scene that should have been removed. I think that they should have found a way to insert, like, little spirit girl literally any other way. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. but why did you bother? Was it just because Cinderella is, like, well-known? Because oh. it, like, I feel like it should have been inserted more into a different one. Because, like, I don't, it does, it feels disconnected. Um, I don't understand how she created an apple. Like, that actually is tangible that they don't. pick up and carry around. And, like, take off the scene of where it came from? Did she, like, it, I, uh, it's just weird. It's just, like, not something we've seen done before, I guess. I was just like, uh, I guess, why not? Um, sure. I don't know. I did write down that I felt like the Callie storyline wasn't actually explored well. Um, Mm -hmm. because, like, we don't have a motive. We can assume jealousy. That's what it is in, like, the Snow White story, right? Like, it's jealousy. It's either, oh, oh, she's too pretty. Why why the stepmother poisoned her. Or, like, she wanted to spend more time with the dad. I just, it just comes across as, like, well... I know it's like, oh, we've, we're at the end. We, we're joining them at the end of the story. Like, the stepmother's already dead. But it just feels, like, so, mm-hmm. like, not explored. I feel like that's a lot of this episode. Right. Like, a the, lot of it's the just offer, not explored. The offer that Sam and Dean give us is Munchausen's by proxy. Huh? That was... Did you miss that you part? You cut out. You cut oh. out. Sorry. The, the, excuse, like, the reason that Sam and Dean give us in the show... Is, excuse me, that she had Munchausen's by proxy. I did miss that. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh. They mentioned it <clears throat> at one point, um, and I don't remember when or, like, but um, that the stepmother could have been experiencing Munchausen's by proxy. And so she he, she was deliberately poisoning her to, like, get her, like, sick. But then she went too far. I mean, I guess. It's just, like, it's, like, this is something where we don't solve the mystery. We don't know why anything happened, really. We right. don't know what triggered the ghost. We don't know why she was poisoned. She just dies and it ends. Right. It's well, not that's exactly because... a satisfying story. No. But that's because Callie wasn't the focus. It's the fact that she was killing, which is baloney. I want to know more. Sure. The only other thing is that somebody in the reviews said that Little Red Riding Hood was shouldn't have shown up because it was originally collected by Peralt. Um, that is true, but then it also appears in the Grimm version. There, like the Grimms have Grimm brothers have their own version. From, I don't know, whenever the fuck they had it. I don't, there's, they didn't put a date in my, in my book here. Um, but Peralt published his literary adaptation of Little Red Riding Hood in 1697. 
but it doesn't end the way the store the Grimm brothers does. Peralt actually has um, the wicked wolf uh, throwing himself on Little Red Riding Hood and gobbling her up. Uh, it does get she does not get saved. Um, I also like. Um, I tried to look up because we mentioned this in the the reactions that uh, the Grimm brothers added like darkness to their stories and i got very mixed Mm -hmm. responses because the reality is that there were a few people who collected these oral tales and the thing about oral storytelling is that it's very fluid so you can't call anything an exact like oh this is the original story because it's it's everyone telling the story very differently it's like a big old game of telephone um from my quick research people were arguing a lot about it um it sounds like they might have upped the violence in some stories, but removed more sexual aspects of them. Love that. So, like, but other people think that they softened them, like, significantly, and oh, other people shit. think they added both. But I think from what I did a quick look at for, like, at least the Little Red Riding Hood version, it does look like they might have removed some sexual stuff from some versions. Again, this is, like... Girl. Like, when you think of, like, Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood, even, like, Snow White, um, but Cinderella and Little Red Riding Hood are, like, two, like, the, the, the structure of this story is so, like, people joke about how every culture has its own version of Cinderella, but it's kind of true, so, like, I don't, I don't, I don't care that Little Red Riding Hood is in this. They did, mm-hmm. it's technically in the Grimm Collection. It's just a different story, version of the story. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Oh, and Bechdel also test? this doesn't tell pass the Bechdel test. No. What? Again, there's not two women on screen together. Um, the old lady and the- and the- and Oh, wait. The... <sighs> but- but she's not named, is the thing. No, she's just. There's not two lady. named women on screen together. So and also, I they don't have like a conversation. They don't have a conversation. There's also a man there, and then she kills the old woman. So, so true. <laughs> and then she dies. No, off she... screen. Yeah, she does. does she's she... list. Yeah, she's listed in the kill in the dead. Oh no! Yeah, she is. Sorry, I I I got. I was like, does she? I, listen, I was also trying to look things up while we were watching this. That's okay. Um, cool. So let's move on to our last uh, section. Sections plural. Mm-hmm. Crack shipping mm-hmm. is not applicable for this episode. I thought about it, and then I was like, nope, it's not applicable for this episode. So it's not applicable for this episode. Um. Today's episode is brought to you by uh, Grimm's Fairy Tales. <laughs> There's no yeah, music. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there was no music. So, and our 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 wiki section. Um, today, my favorite thing on the Wikipedia, the wi- the wiki, the fandom wiki, uh-huh. is under errors. It is the line during Dean's fight with the man that was the big bad wolf. Several animal sounds could be heard. Several of these were big cat sounds, such as cougar roaring and low growling. I think that that's funny. Um, I think it's really funny. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. 
they didn't they tend to mix up animal noises anyway but i do think it's funny that they were able that someone was able to identify them and then was like i'll put that on the trivia but yeah usually they don't use like the actual animal noises because people have a different uh we have our preconceptions about what animals sound like is like not true like a bald eagle does not sound like that i believe that's a recording of a golden eagle that you hear oh, in like, yeah. The sound that's like, ah! yeah. Because I I I remember when I was in elementary school, we had like a bird lady come, and she told us that bald eagles sound really pathetic, and the that. sound is not what people want to hear when they see that animal. Like that's not what they think of, so they don't use bald eagle sounds. But that's also true for other animals. And general, in general, for sound design, people will just, like, take random shit and s- they find a sound they like rather than a sound that's accurate. You know? Yeah. Um, my favorite thing on the wiki is less my favorite thing and more something that, for some reason, makes me intensely uncomfortable as a person who hates, like, the concept of, like, awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's under trivia, and it's the crossroad demon was played by Sandra McCoy, who was Jared Padalecki's girlfriend when this episode first aired. I understand yeah. that they probably broke up before he started seeing um, his current wife, because she doesn't even show up for a few seasons. I just like the idea of dating, and I understand Hollywood is like a lot of celebrities or a lot of actors, and like you're all just working together, so you like you end up dating people you work with. I hate that concept. I could never, yeah. I would never want to, I just... Hollywood's I, a ah. scary fucking place, man. I don't think I would, like, I think I would have to be like, we can never work together. <laughs> I don't want to risk yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, would you like to hear my rating? Yes. Okay. So, my rating for today is, uh, um, eight unexplained unexplained toads out of 10 oh yeah i, I forgot to mention the toad yeah i did too there was um, a toad, there's a toad. Said he wasn't gonna kiss it yeah there's a toad that shows up three times so it does technically fulfill the rule of three uh so the first two times it's no comment and then the third is when dean says like i'm not gonna kiss the toad and then they talk mm-hmm. about cinderella and dean calls sam gay um but that is very weird because you think it'll be something and then it's not. And I guess it's just supposed to be like a red herring, but it it, it ends up feeling weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, this episode got an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb, which is actually um, last week. The episode like I believe got an 8.2 and you were like, that seems low. So let me check this season actually and see what the average is. Not the average. I'm not doing that math. Um, I'm gonna go with no, because the first one's an 8.5, then an 8.6 for Kids Are Alright, 9.2 for Bad Day at Black Rock, then Sin City drops down to an 8.2. So it is low, but a lot of this season is in the mid-8s. Oh my god, I just found some things out and I'm not gonna tell you about them. Um. Oh, okay. Just some ratings that are going to surprise and shock you. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people in the IMDb ratings of the people who wrote ratings, which again is a very small amount of people. Um, this one only Mm -hmm. has seven. Um, 
it's uh people liked it but they think it's like clunky like it could have been done better but they like the concept of it we got a bunch of nines uh we got a seven where someone basically just did a summary so i don't know how they really think uh there was a six uh where they think that sam is getting very brutal and they find it odd but they like it uh and he scares them sometimes um I don't think I know that the even the wiki is like this is Sam's third most br- bl- brutal act and I'm like eh I guess I just mm-hmm. don't maybe it's maybe it's because I've seen the other seasons but I'm just like okay and like I don't I don't think it's that bad yet uh I like he's getting closer to where just Dean is at I think um sure um and then we got someone who gave it a yeah. 3 uh, and that's from oh June of last year. So that's oh. usually you'll see the lowest ones coming from more, more recent, recent rewatchers or just first time viewers. So this is from Snowbats, and I think we've mentioned this reviewer before. Uh, and they said, poor, "Good concept, poor execution. Bedtime stories is Fair. probably the worst episode thus far in the show." Well, that's just not right. The real competition is maybe bugs. Oh my god! Maybe. Maybe bugs. Bugs is definitely worse. Okay. I fucking hate bugs. Bugs Um, is definitely worse. Yeah. The idea of fairy tales that are killing people is actually not half bad. But the thing that really hurts this episode is how dumb the end result is. Unfortunately, the acting from some of the actors is quite terrible, especially the guy who plays the big bad wolf. The only memorable things about this episode are that Ted from Breaking Bad is in it, and at the end of the episode, Sam kills the Crossroads demon. The scene is is iconic, but the one thing alone can't save this episode from being a very lackluster episode. Um, I don't know Breaking Bad, but cool. Cool and neat. I think that this show is funny. I would not have given this episode an eight, but you are the one rating it. So I don't. That was the first number in my head, and that's just how I rate things. Okay. No, I know. I know how. I know you just do like whatever. I rated it an eight because I remembered it very well, which means that it was the plot stuck enough that I remembered what was going on. I remembered that there was a coma girl. And I remembered that things were happening because they were what she was being read. I like illusion, like, is it illusions with an A? I like illusions to, like, stories and stuff. And I think that that was kind of fun, even though it was not executed great. And especially in the weight of shit that we've been in, I actively paid attention to this episode. And by the time we were almost done with it, I was like, oh my god, we're almost done with it already? How'd that happen? So that's why I rated it an 8. That's fair. I just think that there was, like, unnecessary stuff and not good enough writing, but it's supernatural, so I'd need to lower my standards in it anyway. You're so right. But that's okay. Would you like to do our sign-offs? 
Thank you so much for listening to Hutrusa. You can like, comment, share, subscribe, review, leave a star rating, tell your friends. We are Hutrusa everywhere. And uh, I think next week I'm going to finally get back to downloading like old episodes off of SoundCloud and getting them up on YouTube. Um, yes. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I'm like going to try to use our social media more because like I don't know how else people would find this, but like I just suck at it. So if like you want to interact first so I can figure out things to post, that would be super cool. If not, I'll figure it out. I don't know. Maybe I'll just show up at Haley's house and force her to start cooking from the Supernatural cookbook. I, that would be pretty, listen, if you show up with ingredients, I'll do it. (laughs) Just you, me, and, uh, a lot. You, I assume me, mostly hamburgers and pies. God, <laughs> I like I. I don't know what's in it. I don't. Anyway, um, yeah. So thank you so much. Just like we don't, we don't, we really don't advertise this podcast in a way that we should, and um, we're yeah. not if business majors. Like it, definitely let them know. We're not business majors, but also we do a shit job at it. I don't have a better idea of how to... I don't want to, like, go posting too much in supernatural circles because I'm very aware of the fact that this is a super, super critical podcast. And I don't want to go into someone's space and be like, hey. Hey, we hate Do you want to listen to several hours of us shitting on your favorite TV show? So true. Like, if you think you know someone who would like it or, like, you're curious about or like is curious about supernatural but doesn't want to watch it like maybe suggest it to them i just like it's it's kind of a hard show to find who will want to listen to it at the moment yeah that's so true i'm also gonna try to get it up on other podcasting sites maybe because like i think like there's anchor and stuff i'll see if i can figure out how to get that to work but anyway i don't need to be talking okay so uh hey taya Hey, Haley. Do you think we're going to find out what the fuck is going on with Bella at all next episode? Maybe. I don't think we find out until the end of the season, Haley. So maybe not. Oh, god damn it. Well, I guess we'll find out next episode. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>